All right, so just to confirm, this call is going to be recorded and it's going to be uploaded to YouTube. What is good, Roger? I'm doing fine. Thank you, man. How about yourself? Awesome, awesome. I'm doing okay, man. How can I help? Well, I would like to talk to you about investing and the 1090 plan that you were talking about. Basically, okay. with my sources, I make $800 a week. So okay. 800 times 4... That would pretty much equal to thirty-two hundred, and I have to mm -hmm. spend twelve hundred for rent, and food, and other expenses of that nature. I wanted to get into investing, and I've heard about the books that you were recommending just the other day. When it comes mm -hmm. to the common sense of investing and yeah. the intelligent investor, I awesome. would just like to have an introduction on how to go about things. I even got to that Vanguard index fund that you were discussing about too. Awesome. And is what do you use for anything, investing now? What like am what I app? investing in right now? Yeah, what app do you use for investing? Like what brokerage? I've, I've been using Coinbase, Coinbase so far. And I've been using, well, I didn't use M1 yet, but I'm experimenting. But I've been using Coinbase and Robinhood. And Robinhood. So I'm guessing you're picking a lot more stocks than doing crypto? Yes. Okay. I've been investing in Ethereum and BTC. Okay. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you have any debt right now? No, not at all. So you have no debt and you're just basically spending like around $1,200 a month, including rent and everything. Yes, that's correct. And you have left $2,000 a month and you want to know what to do with it. Yes. Okay. So the first step is, Roger, do you have an emergency fund? I do not have an emergency fund. Well, that would be the first step. So we want to go ahead and max out emergency fund up to three to six months, depending. By the way, that what do you do for work? I used to be a field technician mm -hmm. until the coronavirus hit. And then I've been seeking from unemployment ever since. And I've been getting into wholesaling houses. Okay, so you're in a whole. So, okay, so, okay, this, this, is, this is new information now. So I'm guessing your income fluctuates. Yes. Okay, so give me, okay, so you told me $3,200, $800 a week, but can you give me, for example, is that like on a high like week or is it on a low week? Um, you know, it's still 800 consistently per week. Okay, so consistently you get $800 no matter what? Yes. Okay, awesome. So my first step would be, hey, I want to build up a three-month emergency fund, right? So in this case, you spend $1,200, so multiply by three, that's $3,600. You want to save that money up first. Right. Okay. So once your emergency fund is fully, <laughs> is fully funded, right? Then if you want to get, for example, into investing, as far as picking stocks and cryptocurrency, if you watch my channel, you know, that's basically not my game. I tell you how to do it by basically pointing you in the right direction to actually get all the information. But unless you like, I know you, you say you read, for example, um, the little book, the little book about common sense investing. Is that right? Oh, you're starting to read it? Oh, I didn't read the books yet at all. I didn't even buy it yet. Okay, so right, you're, so you're just basically, right now you're just like having fun. Right, yeah, I'm just testing the waters, getting my feet wet. Okay, so with investing, it's more like, okay, the 90-10 rule that you spoke about is basically 90% of your money is supposed to go, for example, into things you really understand that are going to be for your future. The other 10% is, for example, for having fun, like, hey, I want to do like Bitcoin, 
I want to do, for example, go on Robinhood, pick some stocks here and there. But over 90% of that money should be going, for example, hey, like, what do I want to invest into for my future? For me, that's basically ETFs and also index funds, because that way you own the entire market as a whole, right? Both the U.S. market, the international market, um, a sector of the real estate market, emerging markets, like a, a little bit of everything, right? And also bonds and, and corporate bonds and treasury bonds and so on. But you want to have the whole thing this way. You get a good return no matter what and not taking so much risk. Because if you do invest, for example, into Bitcoin or picking stocks here and there, if it doesn't go your way, you're going to end up losing a ton of money. And that's not what I want for you. And if you are, for example, just having fun and dipping your feet in the water, investing is more like, hey, I do my research first and then I go ahead and try out the, the, the thesis that I actually developed. So if you want to pick stocks, I recommend two books. Uh, the first one is um, The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. The second one is called um, Security and Analysis by Benjamin Graham and David Dodd. Security and Analysis. All right. And what was the other book? Um, the Intelligent Investor. All right. Yeah, that I remember. Okay. Thank you. However, however I'll be honest with you, okay? Investing is not part-time. And it sounds to me like, hey, Tommy, I like wholesaling. I like working. I like making money. Investing is going to be more like, hey, five to six to seven hours just reading, for example, financial statements. And to me, that's a little boring. So that's why I basically just invest, for example, into ETFs currently and index funds to just build up my passive income through there and just basically build up my financial freedom through there first. That makes perfect sense. Thank you for that. Yeah. And as far as I was for looking example, into your Vanguard PTI, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so my Vanguard, my Vanguard um, ETFs, they're just basically like you have um, VOO, so that's all about basically like the S&P 500, like the U.S. market. Then you have, for example, VEA, which is basically the international market. You have VB, which is small cap. You have the corporate and also the treasury bonds, just for basically more security and so on. You also have REITs. You also have emerging markets, and that's that's basically like the whole idea of what you want to own. The entire market so basically if the u.s does bad one year the international market might actually do better the next year so you want to have a little bit of everything so as far as if i'm roger what would i do in this case well um i have money so that's awesome i want security so i build up my emergency fund if i i'm going to invest around 20 to 25 percent of my money for example into um into an etf portfolio or investment portfolio that way i have that on the side just for that Whatever money I have right now, for example, into like having fun and speculation, I'll leave that money there just to have fun and play around with, but I won't put any more money into it. The rest of my money can go towards expenses, and then the rest of that extra money can go towards either more investing or, for example, education or, for example, into real estate if you also want to build that up also. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Thank you. I have more clarity and I'm a better vision of how to handle the situation that I'm currently in right now, thanks to this. Um, so and by thank the way, you for that. Where, where are you located, Roger? I live in New York, Bronx, New York. You, oh, I, I live in, your, in the Bronx too. That's awesome. All right, so I'm oh. guessing you're not gonna buy a house, right? It's so expensive. No, not anytime soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go to Mont Vernon, like Yonkers, which is right yeah. next to me, because I live in the last stop of the five chain. If you're familiar with public yeah. transportation mm -hmm. between Baychester and Dyer Avenue. Yeah. So let me, okay, so so long-term, long-term, do you see yourself living in New York or, for example, in Yonkers, do you want to stay in this area? Yes, personally, I do. I do want to okay. stay in this area. My okay, kids so, still go to school here. Okay, awesome. So if you do want to stay in New York, for example, you want to, all right, so once you have an emergency fund 
and you're also going to be investing, you want to buy a house, usually what I would do is, again, this is what I would do. I would buy a house using the 33% rule, right? Which is basically, hey, I'm going to make sure this house I buy is not going to be more than 33% of my monthly income on a 15-year mortgage. Meaning, for example, you have the mortgage, you have the insurance, you have the taxes, the maintenance, and also the HOA fee. If all those things added up together do not go past 33% of my monthly income, I can go ahead and buy this home. And I'm also going to put down, for example, 20%. Now, this is going to be a lot more easier to do, for example, in Yonkers. As you know, Yonkers is a lot more cheaper than, <laughs> than basically anywhere in the city. I agree. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Yeah, so if you buy a home, usually 15-year mortgage. So since you're investing around 25% of your money, if you plan on having kids, by the way, because 5% is like the 529 account, you can grab an extra 15% of your money and put it towards that mortgage in extra payments. That way, you're a homeowner. You actually own the home in 7 to 10 years. Oh, yes. I definitely look forward to that. Okay. You have any more questions, brother? Mm, another question? Yeah. Not as of right now, but thank you, Tommy. You really helped me out just now. Like a lot. Yeah. Okay, awesome, Especially bro. Especially when you come to the emergency fund. Yeah, yeah I, I really have that build that. up, man, because you did lose your job and you don't, you, you want to make sure that if it does happen again and they don't help you out with that stuff, at least like you have your own money to take care of like, everything that, that goes on. Thank you, Tommy. You've answered all of my questions and now I know what to do now. I've got a better vision. Can I text you and schedule a meeting in case I have any Whenever more questions? Whenever you want, bro. Whenever you want. You're part of the Patreon, you, so man. Patreon can always go ahead, schedule calls whenever you want. It's all good, okay? I appreciate that. Have a beautiful day, Tommy. All right, brother. Look up for the video on the new channel, okay? Of course, most definitely. All right, bro. Have a good day. Have fun. Likewise, you too. All right, guys. So that there was Roger. <laughs> I, honestly, like talking to Roger, it reminds me like a lot, a little bit about myself and stuff like that. Like, like when you first get started, it's such a happy like feeling. You're just like trying to be like, okay, how do I figure this out? How do I figure that out? And everything you hear is kind of like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. I didn't know. That. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's crazy. So it's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. And thank you so much, Roger, for giving me the honor to actually talk to you and listen to what you're actually going on right now. But it's awesome, man. You live in the Bronx. You don't have any crazy debt. You're basically getting into wholesaling. You wanna, you just wanna get started and just take it step by step. Be patient. Make sure you're okay with emergency fund, and then you start investing, okay? But usually, you don't want to go out there and risk all your money. Now, if he wants to be, for example, a stock picker, like my man's right here, Warren Buffett, no problem. But if you don't want to do that, you have to be honest with yourself. By the way, just invest, for example, into your ETF portfolio. Um, have some fun every now and then. Yeah, no problem. But don't put money, more money into that. But yeah, that that's the whole point. I I don't like the idea of like, hey, Tommy, I made so much money already on on BTC Bitcoin or or any other stock out there. So should I keep doing it? You know, and I say, yeah, yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And then before you know it, you lose all your money because you never know when that bubble is going to pop. But Tommy, it's not a bubble. It's not a bubble. It's very, it's very, it's very likely to be. People are not buying Bitcoin usually for the value. They justify it by that, but they're buying it because basically they're hoping somebody else is going to pay more for it. That that's honestly. 
the whole concept there. But guys, that is it for this video. If you want to join me on my next call, we'll schedule the call. Link down below for free also. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. As always, if you like this video here, guys, well, like this video on top of also, subscribe and hit the bell so you're notified. And on top of also, if you want to text me directly all the time, well, hit my Patreon down below or send me a DM on Instagram at Tommy Bryson. And before I go, if you want to watch another call, well, here's another call right here. And also click my face right here. See you guys tomorrow. And as always, peace.